Lord, where's my ring? Girl, why does this happen? I just don't understand. Why are we like this? I'm so over this. Should we break up? Is he into me? Am I playing myself? Is it over? What is happening? Ladies, this is Charlie Penn. You are listening to The Solve, our brand new Essence Relationship podcast. Welcome to The Solve. Let's do it. My sisters, do I have a treat for you guys today. We're going to talk about the one thing that surprisingly, I know a lot of women are still too shy to discuss, and that's caring for our Gina. You know what I'm talking about, your JJ, your Gina, your vagina, your Queen Bee. Whether we're partnered or not, sexually active or not, we need to be thinking about and properly tending to our vaginas, or as today's guest calls them, our Queen Bees. Can you guess who's on the show today? Queen Bee was a hint, wink, wink. Today, I'm talking to the incomparable Dr. Jackie Walters, my girl. You may know her as a gynecologist to one of your favorite Atlanta housewives or as a cast member on Bravo's Married to Medicine. She always keeps it real about how to take care down there. Dr. Jackie has many years of experience guiding women and really showing them how to care for their bodies. And I'm personally an entire fan of her work. She's an award-winning OBGYN, a philanthropist, a women's advocate, a TV personality, and honestly, she's on a mission to impact the lives of millions, one vagina at a time, and we support her. Her new book, The Queen Bee, Everything You Need to Know About Sex, Intimacy, and Down There Healthcare is seriously a Bible for women. I love it so much. It's my new favorite book ever. It's full of wisdom about caring for our genus, different ways to better relate to our Gina's and how to identify what type of relationship we have down there with her. I mean, are we cool? Are we not? Are we shy? She breaks it all down. We have been fed, honestly, so much misinformation about our intimate areas and we need people like Dr. Jackie to break it on down for us. Are you ready? Let's get into this self-care down there. And just a quick note before we start, because I know we're all social distancing, This interview was recorded in February, pre-pandemic. You guys, I'm just going to start off by standing for the woman that is sitting next to me today. Y'all know her. She's a whole reality TV star. Dr. Jackie Walters is here, okay? We know her from Married to Medicine, but she is also the author of The Queen V, Everything You Need to Know About Sex, Intimacy and down there healthcare. Yes. This book is fantastic. It is so relatable, so much fun, so real, which yes. is what you do best. Yes. And it's, I feel like it's what we needed. Absolutely. Because, you know, you and I have met many times, Dr. Jackie. Ooh. We have real, real talks about Gina. Yes. Okay. Yes. We talk about her, Gigi, yes. Gina, whatever you call her. Mm-hmm. And you do not mix words. You don't play. Yeah. But you also, you, you're like, our best friend and our gynecologist in one person. Absolutely. You know, how long have you been in practice? 23 years. So a whole box. Yes. And you know, you are yes. just, you're giving it to everyone. Yes. So tell us about the book, because this, I know it's been a long time coming. So The Queen Fee is a book that I've written, and not just for women, but if you know a vagina, you've been close to a <laughs> vagina, you've ever seen it, tasted, touched, any, of, any that, of that, you need to know about the Queen V. And the book is written because I don't think women talk enough about their feminine and sexual health. 
They're almost embarrassed about it. And I also want the book to save that body part that is royal. Hence Queen B. The queen. Yeah. So if we can get women talking, you know, give them some knowledge and they'll ask for more. And that's what I want the queen B to do. So I was reading this book and I immediately started laughing because you actually have given women categories for Mm -hmm. how they relate to their vagina. Absolutely. Um, Sanctified snatches. Hello. Talk about it. Okay. Break it down for us. What are the categories? I came up with these personalities. Personalities. I call them vaginal personalities. And it really is how women relate to their sexual and feminine health. Mm -hmm. And so you have a Virgin Mary who will whisper and not really say much. And she's just very foreign to her vagina. Now, it lives mm-hmm. with her 365 days But a they're year, not close. But they're not close they're not at cool. all. Yeah. Okay. And she may not even call her name ever. Oh, says. Yes. Okay. We have our sanctified snatches. And those girls are pretty religious about it. And they have cultural hangups. And they don't mm. talk much about her. But they know her. But they don't talk about her a lot. Got it. So they're aware, but there's just private. Yes, very private. Almost too private. Okay. And then you have your Mary Janes. Uh Hence, you know. I think that's my quiz was Mary Jane. I think so. Yeah. And that's your everyday girl. She knows the correct terminology. And she's okay with a little exploration, but she's not going to do too much. Okay. And she's very classy about it. Yes. Yes. Okay. She's a little bougie about her Gina. Yes. And then we have our Coochie And we all know... (laughs) hypochondriacs out there they are afraid of every right now oh my god they're afraid of everything and uh-huh. so if they get a flat on the way to work the vagina did it <laughs> yes 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 get a toenail that's messed up your vagina did it yeah so everything is wrong with her everything is wrong with her and i like her because she comes in a lot oh yeah she's you a know, regular patient yeah we joke about her having paid for my first car okay so she comes in a lot and then you've got your notorious vag she will do mild high club at the church. Oh, she's just free. In the back, three people, five on the team. She's living. Yes. A lot. A lot. <laughs> she's and, in your office yes. a lot, too. And she has no shame. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. almost puts me to shame when she talks about some of the stuff. I talk about one in particular in the book who said she was the general manager of her team. And she had five on the team, kind of like a basketball team. Okay. And she would sub them in and out, and they all had a she role. She had a full rotation. Yes, and three subs. Not okay. So, so she was very comfortable. But with she was her. being safe with it. Those Absolutely. women can also be aware and smart and safe yeah. and healthy. I mean, she talked about one person on the team who had a lot more rights and he was the captain of the team. <laughs> and so it's just how women relate to their vagina. And speaking of that, we're here today to talk about how to take better care of her. Absolutely. Because, and I'm going to keep telling this story because the story is just my favorite story, but it's so true to what I'm saying. Dr. Jackie and I first met years ago at Essence. Yes. And we did an interview. We did. And we talked about how to clean her. Yes. And do's and don'ts. And you, you know, said what now everyone knows, don't use soap. Not at all. And that's what I titled the article. And the internet went off. Oh, my goodness. I think you said, what, 10 million views yeah, or something? it went off. Yeah. Like, black women were clicking. I think all women were clicking. And their husbands. Yeah. And then their husbands were approaching Dr. Jackie on the street. Like, why would you tell my wife not to use soap on her vagina? Right. What is she supposed what to is do? That? What's yes. going on? They were angry. Yes. They were very upset. But you didn't lie. Right. Where was the lie? No, slap me if okay. I am. Okay. Right. And so, so we let's really, talk about it. We talked about not putting... Uh, a chemical product in the vagina. And we mm-hmm. have to clarify, you know, you what can we're talk- put what soap in the vicinity, about. but the actual vagina, the canal, and getting close to the introit is 
Don't put soap there because you're shifting the pH. Mm -hmm. That pH is there for a very important purpose. Mm -hmm. Has lactobacillus that helps to keep the pH stable. Mm -hmm. And if you start killing off that bacteria with soap, antibacterial soaps and douching and washing away the normal flora, the ecosystem is disrupted. The army is gone. And oh, my God, burning, itching, odor. All the things. Yes. So how, okay, so I, we're all grown-ass women, right? Yes. We're sitting here. Yes. How does a grown-ass woman, besides not using soap or mm-hmm. anything deodorizing, how does a grown-ass woman take care of her, Gina? I would what encourage we her to use just warm water. Just warm water. Just okay. warm water and a, a soft towel. Okay. And clean the area. Okay. It's, it's a self-cleaning oven. Yep. I love yeah, that, Charlie. You know, it it's going to... It's going to do the work. Discharge. And women get freaked out when they I have a vaginal discharge. I'm like, well, stop. You're supposed to have a vaginal discharge. Mm-hmm. It could be a good thing. Now, itching, odor, burning. If it's changing colors, it looks like a crayon box. Mm. Then we have props. Then they need to come see you. Yes. But if it is just white, clear there's no odor we're not itching it's okay it's like nobody realized dust is skin cells and so we shed skin cells and mm-hmm. make new ones same thing with your vagina you shed those epithelial cells and mucus and she's a self-cleaning oven so what else besides cleaning are we going to learn in the book i mean you know i feel like my grandma said you know cotton panties and Absolutely. but now i'm seeing like cbd serums for gina like there's levels to right. this. So how are we taking the ultimate care? What do you advise? Now, what I do say is there are a lot of things we don't know a lot about. Okay. That we're seeing, we're seeing. Uh, like those serums? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked a little bit about the yoni eggs with yoni the eggs. herbs and the tea bag The eggs. tea bags. Yeah. All the things we see on Instagram. Right. Instagram tells us to do. Right. There have been no scientific studies to say that we're not causing any harm to the Gina, as you call her, <laughs> or Queen V. Queen V. Right. So you want to be careful to mm-hmm. not change the pH okay. because it's almost like using uh, chemicals on your skin. Right. You know, we can wash our hands too much. We can. Yeah. And not you right get now, cracked but usually. Hands. Like but even now, you wash your hands too much, they're going to get dry That's and true. cracked. It's true. And allow other things into your skin. So same thing with the vagina. Don't. You know, there are people who take a brush mm-hmm. and go in and, you know, roll the rooter out and clean. And it's like, oh, stop. Yes. Remember mama with the red bag on the back of the door? Yeah, Don't do it. Don't, Don't do, do it. it. Throw the red bags no. and the little douche bottles and all that stuff away. Douche is bad. Yeah, douche is douche bad. Douche is bad. Everybody needs to hear that. Do not. I mean, there are rare case, occasions where we'll tell a woman to do that. But for the most part, don't do that. Don't do that to her. Yes. Take good care. And speaking yes. of good care, mm-hmm. we should also care for her when we're having sex. Absolutely. Because we all do. We all do. You know, yes. so what are some do's and don'ts with sex? Well, one, if you are in, a, queen in a relationship where there's no clear understanding, nobody's had a test, is protection. Mm-hmm, you need sure. to protect the queen bee like she's royalty. You've seen a queen. Mm-hmm. There's a whole harem in front of her before she gets there. <laughs> You want to do that with your queen V. And so we talk about some do's and don'ts and commandments there on what to do and what not to do. And, you know, we talked a lot about soap, protection. Oh, you talk about condoms in here, too. Can you go in a little bit about the condoms? Because she was saying the choice, ladies, that you make with the condom can be about you. Absolutely. And your queen Absolutely. There are all types of condoms out there. You want to be careful what you're mixing your condoms with, though. How so? Um, you don't want to use certain lubricants with certain condoms because you break down the integrity of the condom and you allow what you're trying to protect mm-hmm. to come right in. So what ingredients so, should we, I mean, like what I mean, we, should water, we not be looking for? A water-soluble lubricant. Okay. You want to mix that with the right condoms. And oddly enough, if you're having anal sex, there are certain lubricants you need 
but they can break down the integrity of the condom. So you mm, want to be careful. to be careful with that. Yeah, because the worst thing you can do is tear up the condom. And certain See, lubricants can also real, change y'all. the vagina, the, the pH in the vagina. There are so many do's and don'ts that we would have to go here for days and days on what this not to do. This book is full of them. Grow hair or go bare. You know, it's mm-hmm. a choice. As much as we don't like pubic hair, it has a purpose. And, you know, and I'm not telling you to to have a whole rose bush. Don't you know, have the jungle. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but you do want to take good care of it. But it has a protection. And old school, there was it was believed there were pheromones. There were from the pubic hair? from the pubic hair that would attract a man. That makes say, sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And women think that the vagina should smell like strawberries. Or so pineapples. we talk a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> strawberries and pineapples have a place, but it's usually in your mouth. And the vagina is never going to smell like it may taste like it, but it's not going to smell like it. So we talk about things you can eat. Know the difference. Yes. That that would make your vagina taste better. And it is okay for the vagina to have its own odor. It's a musky, not musty, but a musky odor. Get the K in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is there for a purpose. I mean, it's just. I'm so happy you say that because that was one of the things you said um, once long ago when we talked. Not all odor is bad odor. Right. Because I think we smell something and we're like, I'm off. Something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm off to the doctor. Well, they don't want any odor at all. And that's. There's no such thing as an odorless vagina. It isn't. It isn't. It's and if it happen. is, you're doing something to it to alter usually the pH there. Yeah. And so women need to know the vagina is going to have a an odor. And it's okay if it's had if it has an odor as long as it's not offensive. And we did an article once about vaginal odors. And I said, you're walking through the grocery store. And if you smell like the bread, the bakery department, and it's very yeasty, you might have a yeast. I remember that yes. way. And then and you don't want to smell like the seafood department. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we talked about it. And when you get to so the produce real. department, if you eat onion, that some women can't break down the oils and the chemicals in onions, and you may smell a little onion. Which is quite normal. Yeah, same thing with seafoods. All women can't break down the oil in seafood. Mm-hmm. So if you have a nice fish sandwich you might she might visit you again but that may not mean that something is wrong absolutely so and we went through the whole we grocery brought, you story break yes. it down and i'm happy that yes. all of these years of like you just giving advice to your patients yes. and to essence readers yeah. it's all yeah. here and we did a king p story i believe where we talked about you need to check your man before can we he talk checks. about that now that you know i was going there next yes yes what should we you said okay we get to know our queen v mm-hmm. we worship her hello sis queen yes now these king p's yeah. we before gotta pay, you meet the king attention. p you want to pay attention and i think i tried to make it light where we <laughs> said you know you may have to talk to him in a certain way like oh we let me see that yeah you can make it sexy you know? yeah Make it sexy. Yes, like, oh, I've never seen one like that. Because you can't just be like, drop it yeah. and get my magnifying glass. Because men aren't going to do that. That's the mood killer. Right. And I said, you know, you can touch it, you can look at it, do everything, but taste it until we have checked out the king piece. Now, so what be- are we looking for? Well, you're looking for bumps and cuts and things Redness. discharged that does not, that it shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And if you see anything that looks suspicious, ask. Mm-hmm. Please Mm -hmm. ask because the king will tell you a lot if you ask. (laughs) But a lot of women aren't asking. And then don't get to know him with the lights off. Right. We talked about see him in the light before you see him in the dark. First night light on, Absolutely. First night light on. Forget the ambiance. Right. Right. You're protecting your queen. Be safe. Exactly. So we have so many tips that, and I really got them from women. They come in. I talk a little bit about those doorknob questions. Mm. A lot of times a woman comes to her annual exam, not because it's time for her annual. She really has a question. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done something or I've done somebody. Yes. 
and I need to get it checked out or I'm not real sure if this daddy is the real daddy and I want to know who's the daddy. And so you've heard it all. Oh, my God. And so when my hand hits the doorknob, most women will say, "Okay, I need to tell you something. As soon as you close it. Absolutely. And I talk about things you shouldn't put in your vagina because the weirdest story you'll find in the Queen V is the young lady who used a glass vase. Yes. She and her partner were having fun. What? It was beside the bed. It was a bud vase. They took it out. They started playing with it because there are some toys. We talk about toys that are glass. But I'm thinking, okay, go ahead, go ahead. They put the glass vase in with the open side first. It created a suction around the cervix. Dr. Jackie. And they couldn't get it out. I bet. Yes. To make this worse, they added oil. Then they oh. added water. And all I did was created more and more of a suction. And she had to come in with the vase? She had to come in with the vase inside. And I had to find a male OBGYN who could break the suction. Because we oh, didn't want to reach up there. Yes. My yes. God. I mean, and couldn't put a speculum in. And so we talk about things not to put in the vagina, but we do give you toys that you can put in the vagina. I'm glad you mentioned toys. Yes. yes. Because There's a place I am for a self-love advocate. Yes. Self-love. Yes. Absolutely. I you call know, it menage moi. Menage moi. Yeah. Doing you yourself. Know, we yes. deserve it. Orgasms make you happy. They make you feel good. So Girl. if you are a party of one. Yes. And you have a toy drawer in the nightstand. Right. I do. No judgment. You know what I mean? Right. Have it. Right. But clean them. So you I, talk about like talk sex about, toys. Yes. And not using the wrong cleansers because you break down the integrity of the toy. Again, you could get in trouble with that. And what are the right cleansers? Because everything says a clean sex well, toy. You know, it depends on what your toy is made of. Okay, so that's you want to make sure you buy the appropriate. If you're using plastic, you definitely want to get a soluble um, a water soluble okay. cleanser. Okay. So you're not breaking down the plastic on your toy. And then, you know, don't double dip. You know what I mean? Don't put your toy here with the queen there and there. Yes. And then put your queen. Yes. And then put your queen, your toy back to the queen V because you're moving bacteria from different places. And you might be having fun, sis, but that won't be fun later. Mm -mm. And don't double dip with the king P. So we break it down where this book right here. I don't think that you left a corner unturned. Well, I get surprises every day and I'm like, really? oh, you're going to be in the next book. But mm. for the most part, I try to cover everything that women come in. And the biggest thing is I don't want women to be embarrassed. They like, need to be friends with their doctor. Yes. We talk about that. Yes, we talk about the, those people you need to have on your sexual health team. Yes. Your doctor, mm-hmm. your partner, mm-hmm. your best friend, mm-hmm. and a therapist. That's a big team, but you need them. You need them. You need them because there's some traumatic experiences yeah. that you may need to talk to a therapist. I think everybody needs one, by the way. Yes. 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 We, we have trauma. We all have to unpack. Yes. Big or small. Absolutely. So we talk about having that person on your team, but you want to have a relationship with your doctor so you can relate. Like we're not here to judge. Right. Look we're how really, we're relating. Yeah. You should be able to talk to your doctor like this. And you're, you know, you have those good girlfriends who are in your holiest of holies now. <laughs> Don't tell all your girlfriends everything. But somehow you need to call up and say, I got a bump. What do you think? And hopefully she's going to say, call your doctor. Or maybe she's been through it. Maybe she can help you from freaking out a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I've tried to cover from the Rudy to the Tootie when it comes (laughs) to your Queen V. And just help dispel fears. Get women with the myths that they have. You have a couple of myths around libido. And libido is your desire for sexual activity. What are the myths? Talk to me. One in particular is that Everybody has 
low libido. Mm. Well, one, that's not true. Right. You know, definitely. Now, 80% of women will have low libido at some point in their life. You know, just had a baby. It just, happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm in a bad relationship. Cause, and the most critical sex organ is your brain. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that. Like it is we not your ovens, vagina. We are not microwaves. Absolutely. We got to preheat. We talk about for women, arousal will become, comes before desire. Mm-hmm. Like if you clean it up, for me and you're taking out the garbage and mm-hmm. you, I'm turned on. Okay. Absolutely. Hello, thank you. You come home with an unexplained, unexpected gift for no reason, rubies, pearls, or diamonds. <laughs> you know? For the queen and for you. Absolutely. <laughs> you are turned on. So we talk about a few myths. We I love uh, it. And you know, everybody has the same level of libido. That's not true. No. You know? And no. like you said, it comes and goes different times. Absolutely. Because there's 1% of the population that has no sex drive. They're called asexual. They yep. get married. They're in great relationships. They just don't want to have They're just sex. just not into it. Yeah. And that's okay, too. Yeah. So we try to dispel the myths about sex. And people say aphrodisiacs don't work. They work. Mm-hmm. Now, we're not sure if it's psychological. Okay. But if you're taking an aphrodisiac, using a supplement, ginseng, ginkgo biloba, maca root, you know, dark chocolate. All those things. Yeah, oysters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Yes. That's like the most popular one. Yes. Yes. So we go through everything you could think of oh. about the Queen V. Well, speaking of everything you could think of, we asked Essence readers for mm-hmm. questions for you. Okay. Even though I'm sure you covered everything in here, mm-hmm. not on the show. So we got a, a few coming your way. You ready? Yes. Okay. Here's the first one. There are so many vaginal cleaning products on the market. What types do you have to, wait, what tips do you have to find which product is best for your vagina? So I'm going to say over and over again, you shouldn't buy cleaning products for the vagina. Okay. Now, if you're cleansing the Mons area where the hair is, okay, we have great, you know, we just had a conference with a wonderful person. Beatrice? Yes. And so, okay, but the actual vagina, Mm -hmm. we want just warm water. Just water, y'all. Yeah, you don't have to put anything in it. Just warm water. Now, if you're not using water, and because mm-hmm. I, I feel like people give me this question a lot when they find the article that you and I did. Yeah. They say that their dermatologists and uh, some gynecologists have told them like Cetaphil, like different types of really mild cleansers. I'm oh, going to no? have to say the vagina itself, the vagina proper okay. doesn't need that. Okay. And, and I believe with them telling them that they're saying wash this area. But there are some women... You're not going to convince them that water works. Yeah, they need something. And so they're, you know, if the patient stays in there long enough or she's a coochichondriac, <laughs> coochichondriac needs something. You're going to have to give her something. And, okay. And mild is, if you're going to use it, that's going to have to be the best. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. All right. Here's another one. You ready, sis? Mm-hmm. For single women in their 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. is it too late to consider egg freezing? Absolutely not. I encourage it strongly. And really, we say by 35, you need to consider egg freezing. Mm. Old school the eggs didn't survive mm-hmm. and they weren't well, you know, they wouldn't fertilize. And now they've perfected the technology so much that we wreck. And when women come to my office and she's 35 and one day, I'm like, have you talked about egg freezing? Have you said just have a console, yeah. talk to them about it. No. And the cost has gone down. Even to store them. Yeah. Right. Yes. So every woman, it's especially before 40 or you should egg freeze because after 40, a lot of the fertility clinics kind of go. Oh. So 40 is like the side eye. You're age. starting to get in trouble. OK, so B, I have a B to this person's question. I'm, for example, I'm 37 uh-huh. and I'm married, but mm-hmm. we don't have kids yet. Am I also a candidate for Absolutely. that? You recommend even if you're in a relationship? Yes. Now, 
So for my good girlfriends, now this is a good girlfriend tip. Okay. Let's say we retrieve 25 eggs. Okay. And you're married. Mm -hmm. You're happily married. Yeah. You fertilize all 25 of your eggs with your husband's sperm. Uh Uh-huh. All the babies belong to him. And let's say something happens to him and you're 40 Mm -hmm. and you have a new husband. Mm -hmm. And you may not have any more eggs. So free some unfertilized. Okay, now that's not that was a good know, girlfriend. That's a side you don't tell that out in front of the husbands. Yeah, but, but that's you, real. Yeah, so that's if you're real. if you're gonna get twenty five eggs, fertilize some. Don't fertilize. You all. committed to him, but maybe not all your eggs. That's right. Don't tell him. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry, fellas. Um, can <laughs> can you give some insight on how to prepare your body for the process of egg raising? Well, we de- first we send you to the fertility docs because that's who's doing it. But and the ovary is a part of every organ. And mm-hmm. what you put into your body is what comes out. So mm. good health is important. All nutrition, around. nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Women who smoke, mm-hmm. nicotine destroys the egg follicles. Mm-hmm. And they're likely to go through menopause earlier oh. than somebody else. So they're running out of time. Yes. And then as much as I get in trouble with this one, obesity counts. Mm -hmm. And so you want to try to maintain an ideal body weight. So exercise is key. Mm -hmm. And if you have any chronic illnesses, make sure you're talking to your doctor to to see if this is something you need to. And can they ask you about obesity? And I'm only going to ask this. I'm just jump in because Mm -hmm. I feel like you hear a lot of black women say that their medical records say I'm obese, but Mm -hmm. they look curvy like Curvy women. Well, so talk to your GYN about whether or not weight is the issue. Yeah, obesity is defined as a BMI greater than thirty. Right. Overweight is a BMI greater than twenty five. And yes, some of us is it are different for being, us though. Sometimes I'm when afraid curvy. they didn't create a new BMI scale. Now we are definitely stronger bones. Okay. And so I don't know if I can count it, but the heart really was never designed to perfuse all of the extra that we have. Gotcha. And so you're getting in trouble when you're saying, "But I'm curvy." Even with fertility. Like Even, oh, especially <laughs> like with fertility. Women okay. who have uh, a BMI greater than 30 uh-huh. are less likely to ovulate. Oh. And so weight is a factor. So we got to lose the weight, sis. Yes. We got to do it. Okay. Here's another one. How do you prevent vagina injuries during sex or after a wild night? What do we mean by vagina injuries? Now, I do I'm talk. Scared. No, I do talk about a lady in the book who had such intense thrusting that she actually split the side wall of the vagina. Oh God. I felt that. In yes. And, and I felt it when she came in and she could barely walk. Oh, and sis. so we are telling you to be very careful. If the vagina is dry, you want to definitely use Lubricate. a proper lubrication, uh-huh. but you're not, yeah, you have to respect the queen V. Maybe you speak can. up and say, sir. Yes. Yeah. And everything is not designed out. to go in the vagina. Now that's you know, that true. Glass vase could have caused a, you know, a lot of a hemorrhage. A lot of issues. Yeah, you've got a lot of blood vessels there. Could mm-hmm. you imagine cutting that sidewall so much so that she could have hemorrhaged and died? Because if it can make you feel that good, if you mess it up, it can make you feel pretty bad. Because the king pee is strong when mm-hmm. he's king. Mm-hmm. Okay, you better. <laughs> <laughs> when he's ruling. Yeah, yeah. He's ruling. He's real okay. strong. So you definitely want to make sure you're you're moist, okay. you're lubricated. And moist then, okay. right, if it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Put, yeah, don't do mm-hmm. everything to the queen. Let's avoid the vagina injuries, y'all. Let's really work at that. And they really do happen, though. Yeah, I know, but yeah. she does. You know, the queen. Yeah, you gotta respect. Yeah, her. we would need to sit down and have a little more conversation. Okay, that's with a her. deep dive. Yeah. 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 Okay, last one. 
What is the best after sex care regimen for your vagina? Well, I do tell women to avoid before intercourse and avoid after sex because the urethra, void. Okay. yes, go mm-hmm. uh-huh, urinate. Okay, uh-huh, the urethra is right there in close proximity with the vagina, and so you know when the queen Things is being through. honored. You're putting bacteria in all kinds of places, which increases the risk of urinary tract infection. I definitely would say do not douche. Right after sex. No douching ever, but especially right after sex. Okay. Uh And just cleanse the areas on the outside if if that's what you need. But most people fall asleep and have a good time. They do. They cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're suspicious, if you wake up and you want to know the next morning, how did I get here? You might want to come see the doctor. Okay. Okay. We want to do an STI check. All right. But yes. Dr. Jackie, I can't thank you enough for always, and I mean always, being open to every question, keeping it real, saving our queen bees. Yes. Hour by hour. Yes. And for this book. You guys, I'm going to say it again. The Queen V, everything you need to know about sex, intimacy, and down there healthcare. This book, get it for yourself, get it for your girlfriends, yes. get it for her friends. Get it for your boyfriends. Okay. We King need them keys. reading. Yes. You know, p- put it on his side of the t- nightstand too. Absolutely. It's important. It's uh, We're grateful. Yes. Like I said, you have to come back and we have to do a deeper dive because, I mean, vagina injuries, we have so many more other things oh we can talk God. about. Yes, absolutely. But congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And tell everybody where they can find you if they want to become a patient, if they just want to shoot you a question on Instagram. They want to reach out. You're so accessible. So talk to the people. So as I told Charlie, you typically need an annual exam once a year. Mm-hmm. And so you can fly into Atlanta. Which I will be doing. Yes. See you soon, Atlanta. the office, Comprehensive Women's OBGYN. Ask for Dr. Jackie or mm-hmm. Dr. Jackie Walters. You're taking new patients. I'm taking new patients. You can okay. get there on Instagram. Okay. We try not to answer medical questions on Instagram of because course. I typically have more questions. Because you notice when your doctor's talking to you, I'm interviewing. Yes. And so you can definitely. Partnership. Yes, absolutely. I'm there on Facebook, Dr. Yeah. Jackie Walters, but I am definitely there. And I want to treat you like a good girlfriend mm-hmm. with some medical expertise. Okay, good girlfriend. Yes. Well, we appreciate you. Yes. Thank you guys by the book. Dr. Jackie's phenomenal. The tea is here. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you.